There we go. Okay, go ahead. So I bought some pink grapefruit scented hand soap. All right. And I was like, this smells like something familiar that is not necessarily grapefruit. And I just realized earlier today that what I was smelling was, um, it reminded me of the smell of Nair, the hair removal product. Oh, huh. That's a weird scent for it to smell like. Yeah. Maybe. But yeah, that's my, that's my story. All right. Now you got me thinking a terrible yeah. thing. Yeah. Does all, Go on. Does it always smell like that? Does Nair always smell like that, or does the hand soap always smell like the that? The hand soap. <laughs> well, it is specifically pink grapefruit scented, so I'm assuming it does. All right. Well, I have to buy some and test this out. It is... Wait. Brand name here. And welcome to Magic Swing Clubhouse, a podcast where two lovebirds get together and recap every episode of the Italian Magical Girls series Winks Club. I am Charlie, Witch of the Tender Kiss. And I am Cassidy, Witch of the Phantom Code. And today we are watching Season 1, Episode 15, Honor Above All. Or as it is known in the 4Kids dub, Pushing the Envelope. I think that's a more apt name for what happens in this episode. Technically speaking. Mm-hmm. So we start the episode with Professor Wizgiz. The Lucky Charms Leprechaun. Yes. Start with him saying, come on, girls, don't take it like that. Which is a weird line to come in on. Yeah. Um, so I want to go ahead and say it now. Uh, you did not watch the 4Kids version. 4Kids is the one that I always pay the most attention to. Um, yes. And how we'll just ch- chime in. Uh, because you missed out this time with any differences that show up. Yes, thank you, Cassidy. I know you always have my back with the 4Kids dub. I love the 4Kids dub. <laughs> this is because one of the voice actors also voices Yugi Moto. And so many Sonic the Hedgehog characters. <laughs> yes. What we learn is after we see several of their characters look really upset, is that there's going to be a pop quiz tomorrow Mm -hmm. which that's not how pop quizzes work you're not supposed to know about them before they happen yeah uh in the four kids dub it is stated that anyone who fails this exam or this quiz is going to be expelled oh god that's really (laughs) intense imagine if you had a pop quiz where the teachers are like if you fail this pop quiz yeah you're getting just now you'll be expelled i mean there are some where have been pretty much like if you fail this you fail the class yeah but this pop quiz not a pop quiz is gonna be tomorrow and the girls of the class they don't think that this is fair you know they have mm-hmm. other classes they have to do you know uh that's so much so in four kids all of them say like hey i didn't take any notes let me read your notes i didn't take any notes either <laughs> no one took notes in this class. <laughs> um, no one that is except uh, Bloom, who is snoring. And when they wake her up, she has writing on the side of her face from where her face was in her notebook. Yes. I want, is that a real thing that could happen? 
if it's an ink pen, which because the ink is purple, I'm assuming it is, then I yeah. assume it is possible, yes. Right after this, uh, she gets yelled at by... Vice uh, vice Principal, I think, Griselda? Yes. Griselda. I don't remember what she is. She's... I'm pretty sure she's the Vice Principal. She was in there with the Principal later on. It seems to be her position. Mm-hmm. She's only at Bloom for sleeping in class. Bloom's like, sorry, I just wasn't able to sleep last night. And like, because they're, they move to the principal's office uh, after she gets yelled at. And she's like, I've been hearing a voice uh, in my s- sleep. Someone's calling out to me. Yes, the mysterious voice of, de- this mysterious voice in my head keeps saying jeepers. The principal seems to, like, have an idea of what's going on with Bloom. She's like, okay, just go back to your room and rest and relax, you know, and we'll talk more about it later. Yeah, Farragonda's pretty chill. Yeah. She also pretty much knows what's going on. Yeah, but she's, like, still mysterious about it, because once Bloom leaves, she's like, first these things, now this, maybe it's finally time to do the thing. Yes. And she talks about summoning the... Advis- advisory committee. I almost m- mispronounced this word. And the adversarial committee. <laughs> it's a committee of people who just really hate you. <laughs> oh no. That would be the worst. Uh, uh, yes. We cut back to the rest of the winks. Um, no, we don't. Not yet. Oh, we cut yeah. to uh, Professor Wizgiz out in the hallway. Just walking around blue. Ah, okay. So this is the one. Di- this is the quick difference here, uh, is that uh, they swap the scene in the next scene in Four Kids, I guess, because the next scene oh. in Four Kids is you get us the Winks Club, and then we get the Whiskers scene. Interesting. I feel like it fits a bit better this way, at least in my mind, because when Bloom shows up. Uh, she has the letter. I'm sure it cuts before she has shows up with the letter, because then that would just be really confusing. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, but Professor Wizgiz is uh kind of walking around Bloom, not really paying attention to her. Yeah. That he's- so this man, we learn later what he's doing, but like right now, this this man's actions don't make any sense. Yeah, it's kind of confusing. Because Bloom's like, do you you need help with something? Because he says he can't find something. And then he opens up his, like, bag and starts, like, tossing things. Yeah, which, if you're looking for something, why wouldn't you check there first? And if you're going to check there, why are you checking it in the middle of the hallway or just tossing (laughs) everything everywhere? Like, come on, man. Come on, man. (laughs) Who are we to understand Professor Wizgiz and the way he goes about... The easy way to do what you're trying to do is to just bump into Bloom and then drop what you're trying to drop. You don't need to make a big deal about whatever, you know? You know, sometimes you just gotta be dramatic. Sometimes you just gotta, like, put a little pizzazz and acting in what you're trying to do. Put a little whiz-giz on it. You okay? 
<laughs> but yes, uh, Bloom sees an envelope on the ground, and apparently, without opening it, she knows that it has the answers for well, yes, quiz tomorrow. Four kids also thought it was strange that she knew what it was right away, so they took it on themselves to add some text to it, and just a big block letters that says "Wizkiz Quiz Answers." <laughs> you know, when you're a teacher. And you have the answers for your test. You make sure that the envelope that they're in uh, says that. Yeah, so that way no one accidentally cheats. Yes. <laughs> or if you're just really forgetful and you're like, what's in this envelope? Oh, yeah, it's my, it's the test answers. So, yes. Then we cut back to the uh, Winx Club girls uh, outside of Bloom, who's not here yet. And Flora is doing some magic on the pumpkin who... Murda. Murda, who we got away was turned into a pumpkin. She's an actual girl. She's not, she wasn't always a pumpkin. Well, she, I don't know. I'm sure plenty of people have called her pumpkin before. <laughs> yeah, but she wasn't an actual pumpkin. You know, she had a pumpkin on her shirt. But like, can you imagine like having someone cast a spell on you instead of like, I know we talked about this last week, but like being turned into what's on your shirt. Yeah, I, I would come up with a witty answer based on the shirt I'm wearing, but my shirt is currently just like a plain color. Uh, so is mine. So, what, we would become blobs, I guess? Uh, you'd become a pumpkin pie pop-tart. Ooh, that sounds, sounds pretty tasty. But, uh, Flora doesn't really get that far. She does her best, but her magic doesn't really work. The pumpkin, still a pumpkin. And some of the girls are kind of, like, mean to her about it. Because like, yeah. what are you doing? It's just more evidence that no one in the Winx Club is actually a friend to anyone else in the Winx Club. Yeah, <laughs> it's a little weird, but I'm sure eventually there will be better friends. They just gotta get to- Sorry, I was waiting for a car to pass by. <laughs> you just have to wait for them to get there. Although I wouldn't want to hang out with a bunch of people I don't really get along with, but I also didn't hang out with a lot of people in high school, so what do I know? Yeah. I mean, there's an entire 90s sitcom that was incredibly successful about people hanging out together that didn't actually like each other that much. And now this is a test to see if you can figure out which one I'm talking about. Because that could accurately describe multiple shows. <laughs> My first thought was Friends. Uh-huh. But there's another one where it was... I don't remember the name of this show, but it kind of also reminded me of uh, one that like took place primarily in a coffee shop. Uh-huh. Do you remember that one? Are you sure that's not also Friends? No, it's different. Oh, no. Was it a coffee shop or was it a bar? There was a, a sitcom called Cheers that I believe took no. place in a bar, but I've never watched Cheers. It's not Cheers. I Now this is going to haunt my mind. Because I can picture, like, the scene, like, the place that okay. I'm talking about just, in my Lay the scene for me. Let's see if I can reverse engineer this. <laughs> All right. So, like, you come in from, like... So if you're, like, looking at it, usually, from, like, the screen, you come in from the left side into this place, and there's, like, tables and chairs everywhere, and then there's a bar, like, on the right side. Uh-huh. Where, like, the person usually is. I I feel like I remember, like, coffee being served there, but it also might have been a bar. Hold on, let and, like, me... I, let me... And, like, I... I remember, like, they would go upstairs, and I think there was apartments, like, above the place. Um... I remember watching this show a lot. Let me get a picture, and I'm going to send you a picture. Was it this one? I'm, mm, I feel like, yes. I feel like this is. That's the one from Friends. 
No. Okay, so that's not it then. No, it's not. <laughs> okay. Because it's not Friends. I know that. It's a different show. Um, let's see. 90s sitcom bar. <laughs> All of the first results are still Friends. <laughs> I know this just does not matter, but now it's going to be stuck in my head and we can edit this all out. Yeah, I, d- I don't know of any other shows that had bars in them. Literally, the only other one I can think of was Cheers, which I have never seen. I just know that it has a bar in it. It's definitely not. Was Cheers. it Fraser? No, it wasn't Fraser. Uh, let me just look at this list of 90 sitcoms and I'll just keep reading through all of them. Was it Family Matters? No. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> Is it The Fresh Prince? No. Was it Everybody Loves Raymond? No. Uh, was it a Third Rock from the Sun? I don't think so. Uh, was it Alf? <laughs> no. <laughs> we have to come back to this, so we're not going to be able was to talking about this wings? episode. <laughs> like, wings? I don't know. Alright, we have to we have to come back to this after we're done recording because we have to finish this episode. Wings like is like Cheers, in. but with the airport instead of a bar. It looks like no, but it's definitely not that. It, there was like some like I don't know if it was like the main place, but there was like definitely like a bar or like coffee place that the characters hung out in. And I remember like in like I believe the, some of their apartments like above this place. Are you it's, sure it's not friends? No, it's not Friends. I distinctly remember the main cast is not the cast of Friends. Describe the cast. I can't describe them to you. I just know that they're not Friends. How many of them are there? There's like, I'm pretty sure there's like four main characters. Is it Seinfeld? It's not Seinfeld. I swear. This is not a show I made up. <laughs> <laughs> Are you kidding me? Okay. No. <laughs> I think this is the first time I've ever heard you just lose it so badly. It's mostly just because of how exasperatedly I had to say, are you sure it's not friends? <laughs> Listen, I am 100% sure this show is not friends. Okay? Okay. <laughs> I need a moment before we get back to the episode. Yeah, me too. <sighs> how did we even get on this topic? Because I was saying they all hated each other. Oh, yeah. God. All right. But yes, they are uh, being kind of mean to each other. Uh-huh. And uh, the magic causes the little bunny to sneeze. Yeah, I still don't. I forgot his freaking name. God, what was it? He says yeah. his own name. Yes. He is both a Pokemon and a Neopet. I can't remember what his name is. Uh. Kiko. Kiko, yes. Hmm. I have unkind words to say about Kiko. Oh, man, you just don't like Kiko every episode. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, but before they can get too much into uh, Flora's failure to turn this lovely young woman back into an actual young woman, uh, Bloom shows up. She's pretty tired. Oh, well, yeah, she hasn't slept in like four days. <laughs> yeah, uh, but she says that she has the answers. And this starts the uh, point of the episode where everyone's like, should we cheat or not? And Stella's just like, but I want to cheat so badly, though. Yeah, she's like, I don't I don't pay attention in class. I don't know. I don't take notes. I don't study. I need to look at these answers, or so I'm going to fail. This is the third time I've been in this grade. I am going to cheat. <laughs> uh, she says, like, this is, like, destiny, okay? These answers like, brought before me so I can cheat. I will cut that out. She even, like, uses her powers to, like, shine on it, like, yes, yeah, see? These answers were meant to be here. Ooh. But no one buys it. Although, it is said that it's too tempting. Stutter mm-hmm. says they should just read it and then share with the rest of the class. So everyone has the answers. Although, if they shared with the rest of the class, wouldn't that have revealed, like, what is revealed at the end because if everyone also learned that they also got saw these envelopes yeah that have made them suspicious about why there's multiple uh-huh but yes but it is decided that they should not cheat and the other girls look over and bloom's kind of like asleep and she hears the voice calling to her she's like in a hallway in her dreams she starts running towards a bright light but she hears someone uh different calling her name and she's woken up by this vice principal who's like hey the principal wants to talk to you and everyone else thinks it's about the test answers like they think that the principal realizes that bloom has the answers for the pop quiz that's not a pop quiz uh and that she's gonna get in trouble for it I guess in the four kids dub, this would be a much bigger thing. Oh, no, it's, I'm mixing, I'm a little tired. I got, like, mixed up. Because I know you said that they fail the test, they get expelled. I guess cheating on it would also probably get them expelled. Yeah, probably. Yeah. I mean, some might argue that that's why he said it in the first place. Ooh, that's true. Uh, so when she gets to the principal's office, whose name escapes me even though we've said it previously in this episode, uh. Yes, Principal Farragonda. Farragonda. At first, Bloom is like, uh, am I in trouble for the test answers? Like, I didn't know what they were when I picked them up. And she's like, what are you talking about? And she's like, uh, nothing. So why do you want to talk to me? And then this is when we get another info, kind of info dump about Bloom's mysterious past. Ooh. Yeah. So we astral project into, this is... My notes say the principal took me onto a vision took me on a vision trip to the bottom of the ocean. <laughs> I mean, that's basically what happens. So they go to the bottom of the lake. Um, there's a cave there, and the principal's like, "Hey, go in there." Uh, and in the four kids version, we meet Daphne, who does a bunch of talking, and it's like, "Oh, this is where I live, but actually, I live in you, and I have this weird box with a hat in it." And the hat's called the Ember Tiara. Wow, in the uh, one I watched, I guess the fork is that gave a lot more information because none of that was said. Like, there was no talking. Yeah, it's definitely a case of the four kids. So it's four kids dub wants to give you more information all the time. Yes. Um, we do get some information about Daphne before the vision quest where she's one of the historical nymphs of magic. She was the guardian of the dragon's flame. Yes, which is 
theoretically the thing that is what giving Bloom her powers. Yes, and that she lives in Wake. Like Wake? Sorry, I was I was looking at the name of this lake, so I started. So I said Wake because it's Lake Woko Luka. Loco Luca. Putting, I don't know how it's spelled, so I just kind of wrote it out phonetically. So if I said that correctly. Eh, it's probably fine. Yes. So inside is the tiara, but once Bloom reaches out for it, they uh, return back to the office. The vision quest is over. Yes. So in the four kids dub, she doesn't even get a chance to grab the box. Once the box is open and showed to her, like, hey, this is the Ember tiara. It is, and then before Daphne can finish the sentence, the vision quest ends, because the principal has run out of energy. They even add, like, sweat to her face, I'm pretty sure, just to, like, dial it in a little bit more, compared to the Sinolum version, where the principal's just like, no, you need to go think about this on your own and rest up. Yeah, definitely. In that one, she's like, uh, you have things to discover on your own. You need to think about, like, what you saw I'm not going to give you... Apparently, I'm just not going to give you all the information, which I could, but I'm not. <laughs> yeah, in 4Kids, uh, Farragond is just like, I am out of magic. I could not take you back there if I tried. We both need to take some time and rest. Yeah. Uh, she returns back to the girls who are all concerned about her, but she's like, I'm just gonna go and rest. Yeah, um, so here's a question I have. So all of the wings are like, hey, did you get expelled? And she's like, no, they just wanted to talk to me about my sleeping in class. Which, why are you lying? Why are you lying about this? What is there to lie about? Yeah, she doesn't tell them, like, what's going on. I don't know why. Like, what would they do if they knew this information? They're already not friends. What are they going to do? Stop being your not friend? Yeah, <laughs> basically. <laughs> Maybe they'll think she's really weird and start bullying her. I don't know. I mean, if someone told me that they have a connection to one of the nymphs of, what, what was it? One of the historical nymphs of magic, I'd be like, that's Cool. We should be friends. Ah, uh, you did a curse. Oh, god, gosh darn it. No. Oh, god, I'm so used to cursing. <laughs> we had done so well. I know. <laughs> Alright, well, that's gonna get bleeped out. Uh, okay, um, yeah, so Bloom heads back to her room yes. as having just a full on moral dilemma, and the four kids one is like, Alright, I don't want to cheat, but I just don't want to study. And I don't yeah. want to call Brandon, because I already called him yesterday, and he didn't answer. And I don't want to be the girl who calls twice. Yes. Brandon. Um, versus in the Sinaloom, where she's just like, he hasn't called me since the time he snuck into that witch school and turned a girl into a pumpkin. Yeah, it's both basically the same thing. She's not sure if she should call him. And, uh, the rabbit, Kiko, is like, you should definitely call him. Yeah, Kiko's acting out does not happen in the four kids one, which is fine. Huh, okay, that's interesting. Uh, but we cut to, when she calls him on the phone, Brandon is in the middle of, so... You used to call me on my telephone. In the Cineloom version, (laughs) it's like them doing just like a practice match. Uh, in the four kids version... They're just straight up fighting and talking about stuff. Um, 
Riven's just being like, oh, what about Bloom? Why aren't you talking to Bloom? Bloom, 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 Bloom. And Brand is just like, I don't know. That's interesting. And then the teacher yells from up top, like, hey, a fight class ended an hour ago. Huh. And there's no fighting outside of fight class. (laughs) So you're going to be in detention overnight cleaning the armory. The first rule of fight class is no fighting outside of it. (laughs) I'm just so in love with the fact that Four Kids is like, yeah, no, there's a class called fight class. (laughs) Yes. In the Simaloon, they are just uh, practicing fighting. And the teacher, when he shouts down, says that they're putting too much effort into this practice fights. Mm -hmm. And that's there's time for that later. I can't remember exactly what he said, because I apparently didn't write down everything. It's basically, from what I remember, like, hey, don't go too hard in on practice, because if one of you gets hurt, then you won't be able to compete. Yes, exactly. And we see that his phone is ringing, because Bloom tried to call, but he's not there to pick it up, because he's, uh... He's busy having a lightsaber fight. Yes, he's busy fighting, and Bloom is very sad about this. And then we cut to the girls walking down the hall. Because yes. Because appara- <laughs> apparently they decide they want to hide the test answers in the pantry. Yeah, because, like, no students are going to check there. And kitchen staff won't be in there until breakfast. Um, but the most important thing here is that in both the four kids and the Cinnaloom version, Stella sees the sign for the kitchen is, like, a danger sign. Yes. <laughs> Stella does not know what a kitchen is. I guess not. <laughs> it's very good. I'm like, how could you mistake a sign for ki- a kitchen for danger? I mean, I guess I can see why she's failing her class. Sadie's the cheat. Huh. Poor Stella. So they start looking around the kitchen for a place to hide the test answers where it won't be found. And they decide that it would be best to hide it in the turnips because who eats turnips for breakfast? Who eats turnips in general? And uh, I believe it's Flora who's like, I like turnips. Of course you do, Flora, but you like growing them. Yeah. Uh, Also, even if you like turnips, I don't know why you would eat them for breakfast. Um, like a garden salad or something, you know? Mixed greens. And it's... It'd it's probably be pretty omelet. good in like a in like an omelet or something, maybe. Maybe. I've never huh. Turnip omelet. Turnip is kinda like potato, as far as texture goes. It's a root vegetable. That's true. Yeah. So they hide it in the turnips. So it can be returned before class starts. Or it can be found before class starts. It's unclear. Uh, four kids, they were like, well, we can't all hide it because if we all hide it, then we all know where it is. Only yes. one of us can hide it. But who's going to hide it because it, that one person's still going to know where it is. And everybody's like, well, let's just give it to Bloom. Except for Flora, who's like, I don't trust Bloom. For oh. no real reason. He, Flora's like, I know you're hiding something. Yeah, and then we just cut to the next scene. <laughs> this next scene starts a very weird sequence. So Stellar, Stellar, sorry, that's my mask character, Stella, uh, wakes up and she decides that she's gonna go and look at those test answers. And we see, in turn, that all the other girls also wake up to go find these answers. And then we get, like, a three-minute-long musical interlude. Yes. 
where they start sneaking around the school and then they're sneaking around the uh, kitchen. I don't know if they can see each other or there and like trying to hide from them. I don't think so because when the lights come on later that one of them reacts like they didn't see the one that was right next to them. Yeah. Also like during the scene their body proportions are so like bizarre like it's especially noticeable in like Tecna who has like very short shorts like her legs are incredibly long so like when she's like creeping like it's just they have some weird body proportions. The Sailor Moon school of proportions. Yeah. Yeah but they start like sneaking around and like trying to find the test answers. <laughs> it's just, it's a very long sequence that eventually is ended by Bloom, who turns on the light in the kitchen. And uh, they all see each other and are like, ah, we all have the same thoughts. Yeah. Um, and eventually they're just like, yeah, let's just stick it in an end table and be fine with it or whatever. Yeah. It, they hide it in a dresser. Like, Bloom hides it in the dresser and that they're uh, going to just return it tomorrow. So none of them were able to look at the test answers, which is a good thing. Because we cut to the very next day where they're all worried about, like, the test and how they're going to do. And if this is going to expel them, apparently. Yes, so when they enter the classroom, they see that all the other uh, classmates have, like, gray like, marks on their face. Yeah, they're like, know. one of them mentions, like, did everyone just get, like, covered in mud or something? Yeah. Uh, and Professor Wizgiz shows up and Bloom hands the envelope over to him. Yep. Um, and Wizgiz is like, uh, okay, thank you for handing this to me. Maybe I should go ahead and open it up. And it's just, yeah. like, threatening everyone else in the room who's like, oh no, he's gonna open it. Oh no, don't open it. Yeah. Oh, it's not Bloom who returns it. Sorry. It's Flora. It's Flora. For some Flora reason. Yeah. I think they fl- hid it in Flora's um, end table because she's less like, like the less likely one to cheat or whatever. Yeah. Even though she was one of the ones who snuck around last night. But I guess out of everyone, Sarah, all the other girls are like worried about him opening up this envelope. And like there's like a burst of light when it opens up. Mm-hmm. And he says that the quiz is now over. And he reveals that he has planted these envelopes all around the school for all the girls to find. And it's uh, apparently just a test about restraint and like not giving into the temptation to cheat. Yes, uh, it's the four kids basically turned it into a being true to yourself metaphor versus being changing your own morals in the face of adversity. Um, and that's pretty much that. Yes. And, like, he goes on to talk about, like, uh, being good fairies, you know, and that the uh, Wings Club girls are the only ones who passed the test. So I guess all the other girls are expelled from the school. <laughs> this is gonna be a classroom of five people. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, we don't pay much attention to any of them anyways. That's true. They're not important. Uh... And then the vice principal shows up and she's like, hey, don't forget, there's going to be a meeting tomorrow about the upcoming parent-teachers conference. Bloom does not seem happy about that. She doesn't want her parents to show up yeah, at the school. I mean, it would be awkward. A bunch of regular humans showing up in Magic Town. Yeah, that would be kind of awkward. But there's no way to avoid it, you know? Yeah. Um. So I will say... That that's how it ends in Cinelum. We do not get anything about a parent-teacher conference in the four kids version, because in the four kids version we switch over to um, the witch school, 
where the tricks are in the middle of performing a spooky ritual and they just oh. received a craven feather and they're like, ah, you're never going to want to sleep again, Winx Club, as Ooh. they summon the Gargoyle of Nightmares. Um, it huh. literally just looks like a tiny gray gremlin in a diaper. And, and then it crawls away into the shadows. And that's the end of the episode. Hmm, I guess we'll find out what's going on with that in the next episode, episode 16, Cold Spell. Uh, that's why it's name in the Sibilum. But first, uh, you started, so I guess I'll be the first one to talk about our... Uh, best moment, worst moment, and MVP. Okay. Um, my worst moment. Oh God, what is my worst moment? Um, I think my worst moment is when Griselda just shows up in their room. Yeah. Especially in like four kids, because after she shows up and like tells Bloom to go to the office, the rest of the girls are like, "Why is she here?" <laughs> Although presumably she had been in there for a little bit longer than that if she was waking Bloom up. Yeah. What about it's you? It's a little weird. What is your worst? My worst moment, I feel like it's uh, when the principal, why can I never, re- you said her name several times. Farragonda. Farragonda. Uh, I'll never learn her name. When Farragonda is like, at, just kind of cuts the vision short, this is only true for like the sin loom, because in the four kids, she just wants out of magic, but like, her just being like, I'm not gonna tell you anymore i'm just gonna give you this piece of information and then just have you go figure it out on your own and i just feel like I, you shouldn't do that uh-huh. <laughs> i mean it's it's just i never like it when someone's like oh like i when someone doesn't know something and someone's like i'll give you some some of the information and even though i know the rest i'm not gonna give it to you i want you to figure it out on your own like just yes. and tell them <laughs> did it again yes you did <laughs> it's so hard not to you should ask me about my best. Yes, what is your best, Cassidy? Ah, a danger sign. <laughs> oh, so, God, it's either the danger sign or it's fight class ended an hour ago. I don't know which one. <laughs> They're both really good. Uh, I, you know what? I'm going to say fight class ended an hour ago because it's only in the four kids and it's very funny to me. Yes. <laughs> I think my best is, this isn't something we said, but at the end of the episode, uh, Stutter kind of, like, hugs Professor Wesgiz and, like, throws him up in the air, and, like, he, like, <laughs> goes flying and, like, falls, and it's just a really funny scene, like, just a little short thing that was funny to me. Mm. You know, sometimes you get so excited that you passed a test you thought you were going to fail that you hug your teacher and throw him up in the air, because he's a leprechaun. As for MVPs, I'm going to go with a strange pick. And say Murda, because she seems to have gained some control over her pumpkin form by using her vines to Ooh. attack Kiko. Whereas last time when we saw her, she was just a pumpkin. That is, that's a good pick. I, I can see where you're coming from with that. My. Who's your oh, MVP? This is, this is a hard pick, because I don't feel like anyone was that good. Uh... Hmm. You can give it to anyone. Anyone. Hmm. I'm going to give it to the teacher who shouted at the boys. Because, you know, fight class ended an hour before. Or, you know, you don't need to go that hard in practice. Like, this teacher is like, these teen boys. (laughs) Either way, like, calm down. He has to deal with a lot. So I'm going to give it to him. He has to deal with teenage boys. (laughs) Alright, it's plug time. 
So, if you want to find us on Twitter, you can find us at MagicWinksPod on Twitter. Yes, and if you want to talk to me, Charlie, you can find me on Twitter at Magical underscore Pride, where I just talk so much. It's just a train of thought, constantly. Uh, and if you'd like to talk to me on Twitter, I am at MadLobotanist, that's M-A-D-L-O-B-O-T-A-N-I-S-T, where I have started playing Animal Crossing, but I'm not really tweeting about it that much because that's the kind of person I am. I'm also playing Animal Crossing and not really tweeting about it. I posted a picture of like my house yesterday, but I really haven't been saying too much about it. I've also been committing time crimes because I'm a criminal. Um, so until next time, meeting adjourned. Open your-